Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. 48 nurses at Jamaica Hospital in quarantine. St. Martin's APS takes measures to secure sustainability of pension fund. Antigua immigration bill amended to give permanent residents citizenship and OAS to oversee the Bahamas election. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Tuesday, September 14th. We start our report today in Jamaica. The Jamaican Observer reports that about 48 of 377 nurses assigned to the Cornwall Regional Hospital are now in quarantine after being exposed to COVID-19 patients and suspected of contracting the respiratory disease while on duty at the facility. The 48 of the pool of nurses include registered and practical nurses. When you look after COVID-19 patients and we suspect that you might be exposed to the disease, then we will have to put you off work until we are sure you are not infectious before you come back, said Dr. Delroy Frey, clinical coordinator at the Western Regional Health Authority. According to Dr. Frey, it is customary to quarantine healthcare workers who have been exposed and are suspected to have contracted a disease. He added that doctors have also been quarantined after being exposed to COVID-19 patients. He said he did not know the number of doctors who were under quarantine, but added that he would have known if it were a significant number. On Sunday, up to 11 a.m., on Sunday, Jamaica had administered some 613,962 doses of COVID-19 vaccines. Of that number, 460 and 83 were first doses. 141,518 were second doses and 12,361 were single doses. 721 News reports that Algamine Pension Fund St. Martin has taken additional measures to secure the sustainability of the pension fund. These measures include the lowering of the pension fund's actuarial interest rate from 3.75% to 3.5% and lowering the accrual percentage for participants from 2% to 1.75%. The COVID-19 pandemic has had an extensive adverse effect on the international economy, significantly lowering interest rates worldwide. Consequently, like many other pension and insurance funds, APS must adjust its rates to curtail the effects. These changes went into effect as of January 1st, 2021. Even though APS realized successful returns on investments and effective pension reform in 2020 at a coverage ratio of 101.93% by the end of December 2020, in the present situation, lowering the accrual percentage of participants is required by law. The accrual percentage for participants has been lowered from 2% to 1.75% as of January 1, 2021. The National Pension Fund of Aruba and Curacao adopted the 1.75% accrual measure in respectively 2015 and 2013. 
For the BES islands, the accrual percentage has recently been set to 1.71%. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, pension funds all over the world have been affected by the decrease in local and international market interest rates. It is therefore not a surprise that at some point we would also have to bear this setback. Fortunately, APS is able to cushion the effect of the decrease in the local and international market interest rates thanks to the successful return on investments and the implementation of an effective pension reform in 2020. As of July 2021, we are at a draft coverage ratio of 107%. Because of these results and measures, APS expects a relatively swift recovery from this international financial setback. APS Director Nadia Crows Van Putten commented. The Observer reports that Antigua's lower house of parliament has passed an immigration and passport bill, which amends the Immigration and Passport Act by making provisions for the holder of permanent resident permit to become a citizen of Antigua and Barbuda. While the bail applies to all nationalities, it takes special account of Caribbean citizens who live, work, and procreate in Antigua and Barbuda. The changes state that a person who holds a permanent resident permit can apply for citizenship if the immigration minister is satisfied that he or she has resided within the state for seven unbroken years and has maintained a permanent home in Antigua and Barbuda for at least 90 days in a year, has engaged in substantial economic activity in Antigua and Barbuda, and has been complying regularly during those seven years with all the requirements and all other prescribed obligations under the Act. If a person does not wish to become a citizen but wishes to continue their permanent resident status, they may apply to the minister for a certificate that allows them to be permanent residents indefinitely without the payment of the prescribed fee. Immigration and Foreign Affairs Minister E.P. Shet Green described the changes as a modernization of the immigration arrangements. He said the bill represents a foundational philosophical position of the government in office and its respect for Caribbean civilization. He also said that it is important to have an account for all people living within the state. When you are a Jamaican, Guyanese, whatever nationality, and you come to Antigua and you have children with Antiguans, it is not just simply to say go back from where you came from, because those children are also of concern to us, he explained. And he urged non-national parents who face such situations to regularize their status. He encouraged Caribbean immigrants to regularize their status without entering into marriages of convenience, a trend that is on the increase but is illegal in the state.
During the debate, Member of Parliament for Barbuda Trevor Walker, the only opposition member present at that sitting, did not support the bill because of the provisions which grant permanent resident permits and citizenship if the minister, on advice of cabinet, is satisfied that the applicants have met certain requirements. He argued that there is no need to have cabinet make a judgment call on someone's eligibility if the law already dictates who is eligible for citizenship. Attorney General Stedroy Benjamin insisted that this is not the case and stated that the number of requirements have to be met in order for the minister in question to grant a person permanent residency or citizenship. The first thing is that he must have paid 140,000 U.S. dollars over a period of seven years. He shared adding the applicant must have a permanent home in Antigua and Barbuda. He must also pay taxes and other financial obligations and must be engaged in substantial economic activity. Under the new amendment to obtain permanent residency, an applicant must have an annual income of not less than 500,000 U.S. dollars, an increase from the previous requirement of 100,000 U.S. dollars. A person may be eligible for a permanent resident permit if they have resided in Antigua or Barbuda for no less than four years before the date they apply and if they have been married to a citizen for at least one year, among other things. The St. Kitts Nevis Observer reports that the Organization of American States says that it will deploy an electoral observation mission to observe the general elections and the Bahama schedule elections for September 16. The OAS said Secretary General Luis Almagro has appointed Dennis Godwin Anton as Chief of Mission. Ambassador Anton is the former ambassador extraordinaire and plenipotentiary of Grenada to the People's Republic of China from 2016 to 2019 and ambassador permanent representative of Grenada to the United Nations from 2013 to 2015. According to the OAS, he has served as Grenada's ambassador to the United States of America and permanent representative to the OAS and non-resident ambassador for Grenada to Mexico and Panama concurrently from 1995 to 2009. The OAS said the mission will begin its deployment on September 9th and is comprised of 17 experts and observers from nine different countries. While the majority of the mission's members are working in person, some are carrying out their duties remotely, the OAS said. In the Bahamas, they will meet with government officials, electoral authorities, political leaders, candidates, representatives of civil society, and other relevant actors, which will allow for a comprehensive analysis of the process. The mission will focus its work on the examination of issues related to electoral organization, electoral technology, electoral boundaries, electoral registries, political electoral financing and the political participation of women, the OAS added. It is said this is the third time that it will deploy an electoral observation mission in the Bahamas. 
After the elections, the OES said the mission will present a preliminary report with its observations and recommendations aimed at contributing to the continued strengthening of the electoral process in the country. The Weekly Journal reports that the Puerto Rico Science, Technology and Research Trust, in agreement with the Information Systems Audit and Control Association, is offering for the first time the professional certificate in emerging technologies. The certificate provides training practice and examinations in emerging sectors such as cloud, IoT technology, blockchain, and artificial intelligence. The certificate is aimed at IT professionals who wish to acquire knowledge in the areas of cloud, IoT, blockchain, and AI. IT professionals in roles of project or program managers who want to improve their knowledge in emerging technologies or graduate students in IT areas interested in professional certifications in emerging technologies to advance their careers. Issaca and the Trust have teamed up to bring the island-recognized professional development options in the IT industry in an agile way and at an affordable cost. Typically, a similar emerging technology certificate can cost $4,000 to $9,000 or require part-time enrollment at an institution. This certificate is about six times less expensive and can be completed in 12 weeks. Our collaboration with Issaca is based on a cost-effective model that allows us to offer high-quality and relevant content in Puerto Rico at an affordable price for professionals committed to their success, said Jorge Valentine, director of the Trust STEM Education and Workforce Development Programs. The Puerto Rico Science, Technology and Research Trust is the leading organization in the advancement of innovation and science and technology sectors since its inception in 2004, while Issaca is the association that represents more than 165,000 professionals of security and auditing of computer systems in the world. With this certificate, we open the way to train our IT professionals on the island and supply a necessary component for employers in areas such as telecommunications, data, banking, security, and health. This agreement advances the availability of the necessary workforce for Puerto Rico, said Luz Crespo, CEO of Puerto Rico Science, Technology and Research Trust. The certification consists of four independent courses in the area of cloud computing, IoT, blockchain and artificial intelligence. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Tuesday, September 14th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com and follow us on Facebook.